Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, along with Alicia Soto, and welcome to Day 26. That's a change, huh? Oh, wow. Silence in a year. And so we are moving on along through January, Alicia, very nicely. And the title for today is A Heart That Listens. And after some discussion, I believe we landed on what word of the day? Inferior. Inferior. So when I think about this word inferior, I think about how um, the noise makes me focus on myself and into who I want and what I want instead of the right thing um, in that using that heart of Jesus, right? And being kind to um, those around me. And so <laughs> it makes me want to um, judge people because mm. I'm holding of my picture. That, of that was myself, her word, by the way, judgment. of myself. Well, so I just think that when we look at ourselves, we tend to point at other people because we want to make ourselves look better. You know, the things of the world, like you have said, will influence us to become more selfish right? and less selfless. And how often, I think you just really hit on a really good point, how often do we jump to trying to place the blame on someone else or to say it's not our fault, right? But time spent in silence with God helps us to be more selfless, right? To see Jesus in the other person, to not try to um, say, well, it wasn't me that did it or it's not my fault and to come from a place of, uh, of, a, of accountability. And really it's, it just, it just, just popped in my head. So I have to say this, right? It's like, it's like when we're being um, selfish, right? We're trying to go to the head of the table, right? Mm -hmm. At that banquet or that party. Right. Right. And, and Jesus says, well, maybe you should, maybe you should sit down here because mm -hmm. if someone else comes along, it's going to be really embarrassing. Right. Right. So God teaches us to, to, to be selfless, um, right. to take the other end of the table. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's through that humility, right? That we are actually elevated in our humanity. Well, I think that when you don't, you're not self-seeking, right? And you're not thinking about yourself. Your heart is not as hardened as it would be, right? Um, because you're actually looking at somebody else. So you're looking at other people through the eyes of Jesus and the love that he had for them. And I think that softens your heart um, a little bit more and you're not as judging to people. I think it also that silent time that we spend with God, it helps to form our conscience, right? Right, so that we can see that beauty that you're talking about in the other people, those same people that God right. has created, just like me and you, Alicia, right? Who loves them in spite of whatever it is we might think is wrong with them, right? right? And to be able to reorder our thinking, right? Through spending silent time with God, okay? And listen to him with our heart, like you said, because then that changes our heart with everybody that we deal with. Right, right. So we can't um, we can't just be thinking about ourselves. And um, in the first book of Kings, chapter three, um, you know, Jesus tells Solomon, "Hey, ask me what for whatever you want, and I'll give it to you." And he didn't ask for power. He didn't ask for wealth. He didn't ask for any of that. He asked for a discerning heart. Mm. And as a king, to say that. That just means that he was look. He wasn't being inferior, right? He wasn't thinking about it as what's in it for me. He was thinking about his people. He was there to serve his people and to make the decisions that were best for 
all of his people, not for himself. I think what's, you just said a word, discerning, right? And we cannot discern the will of God if we're not willing to spend some quiet time with him so that he can speak with us in that silence. That's right. That's, That's beautiful. Right. Yeah. So do you have a takeaway question or would you like me to come up with one? Uh, no, I think I can come up with one. So I would ask um, for the listeners to reflect if, has there ever been a time when you had to make a decision that benefited you and hurt others? Mm. Um, and if so, um, knowing what you know now, would you have made a different decision? I certainly hope so. I hope so. I think part of that too, Alicia, is being able to take those kind of places in the past where we've fallen, mm-hmm. be able to bring them to the present, like you're saying, in light of our faith now, mm-hmm. and then allow that to be a springboard and a lesson that helps us to make better decisions moving mm-hmm. forward. That's called anamnesis, by the way. Yes, you and know, I can't pronounce that word, so don't make Neither me. can layperson Lisa. <laughs> oh, by the way, make sure to listen to the layperson Deacon Dave. And, I might as well call it the layperson Lisa and Deacon Dave show. That's fine. It's okay. You want to close this in prayer? <laughs> I can. I come, O Lord, unto your sanctuary, to the life and food of my soul. As I hope in you, O Lord, inspire me with that confidence which brings me to your holy mountain. Permit me, divine Jesus, to come closer to you, that my whole soul may do homage to the greatness of your majesty, that my heart with its tenderest affections may acknowledge your infinite love, that my memory may dwell on the admirable mysteries here renewed every day, and that the sacrifice of my holy being may accompany you. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody, we will see you tomorrow for day Twenty seven. I was going to say 28, but we'll call it day 27, <laughs> but that's the right one. See you later. Bye.